This is South Florida Sunday. We thank you for being with us. And we'd like to welcome our next guest to the program from Tenet Health, the Delray Medical Center. We have Dr. Ariel Rodriguez, a bariatric surgeon on staff at the Medical Center. want to welcome you to South Florida Sunday. Hi there. One of my first questions to you as a, a bariatric surgeon, what is the biggest obstacles that people have when they say they're going to lose weight? Well, sometimes they just kind of lose sight of the, the, what they really want, what that goal means, and uh, why they doing what they're doing, right? Sometimes we all want to lose weight, but, you know, why? And um, if you keep that in mind every day and you try to do little things instead of trying to do this, uh, uh, you know, big commitment, it works out better. You know, little, little steps uh, uh, at the end uh, pay out better. So what kind of a plan should someone put together if they've decided that they want to lose weight? What's I would assume it would be uh, a combination of things, diet, portions, uh, and exercise. Yeah, for sure. I mean, those are the basics. But I do think that, uh, you know, it's just like every day we have to make several choices as far as the, the foods that we eat and uh, the activities that we decide or not to do. I think it's a little bit easier now with all the apps that we have that mm. can help you, you know, stay committed and, and uh, do these little steps and have reminders and kind of uh, make you accountable at least to to yourself or if you have a, a partner or, or a friend to do it with. It's even uh, better, you know, a little bit of competition. We also think that helps, um, you know, keep you on track. Now, you mentioned eating the right foods. What are some foods that we should eliminate or avoid when we're trying to lose weight? Well, I think that the first thing is that we all should be reading uh, labels, right? I mean, that's something that we don't do often enough and understand what those mean. You know, sometimes uh, there are processed foods that hide the sugars in there, and there's some legislation to try to avoid uh, you know, misleading the public in, in, in those terms. And, um, you know, understand that there's a lot of uh, foods that look healthy because they say diet or, or zero calories in there, but they have a lot of processed uh, elements in there that are not good for us. Can you explain the difference between calorie when you look on a label, the difference between calories and calories from fat? Well, I mean, the, the, when you read all the calories, they're supposed to be all together, including protein, fat, and and carbohydrates, right? Mm -hmm. And then they try to divide it a little bit more, being a little more specific by by those groups. And uh, that's why, you know, understanding the level is, that can be a little bit confusing sometimes because there are good fats and there are fats that are not necessarily uh, that good for us. But I think that the biggest culprit has been shown to be the, the amount of sugar that we're uh, consuming. For example, some of the sodas have, uh, you know, over 30, 50, 60, grams of sugars in on, only one can, which is you know, way more than we need in, in one day. And uh, the problem with that is that extra calories are processed into fat. And that's why we, we accumulate a lot of fat tissue uh, in us. And that's part of the obesity problem. I seem to notice there's a huge amount of salt in a lot of, uh, especially canned products, soups right. and things like that. And, and salt uh, at times is, you know, uh, been demonized, and then at other times uh, it, it's uh, been considered uh, not so dangerous. Where are we with salt these days? Well, it's all moderation, uh, right? I mean, if we uh, follow the nutritional guidelines as far as the amount of salt that we should consume in a day, you know, some of these products have 100, 110% of the daily value in only one can. And the problem with that is that salt attracts uh, fluids inside your body and that makes you retain fluid and then uh, that increases your blood pressure and increases 
you know, the amount of, uh, of weight because of uh, the tissues get swollen. And it takes you uh, sometimes to get rid of that salt throughout the day. And patients that have, uh, you know, kidney issues or blood pressure issues, that's, is even more detrimental than for normal people. So, uh, again, understanding the values and understanding the labels of the things that we're consuming is very, very important. Now, usually when you say the word exercise, uh, usually the first thing that pops into someone's mind is uh, health club memberships and uh, a whole new uh, wardrobe of, of uh, clothing. Correct. Uh, and, 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 you know, driving to a health club and having to come back from a health club and, and uh, hours and hours of activity. Uh, but am I wrong in this? Exercise uh, is not that difficult. I mean, walking for 30 minutes a day has its value, correct? Absolutely. When you commit yourself to these health clubs or gyms at the end of the, I mean, at the beginning of the year and at the beginning of your, um, you know, New Year's resolution, unfortunately, you cannot keep up with that. But, you know, going out every day and just uh, walking a little bit around the block or, Going to a park if you're available, if you have that option available, it's, it's like all we need. Just being active, you know, but sitting in front of a TV and, 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 and just, you know, being sedentary that way is just not, not, not healthy. And, and, yeah, you don't need to go and spend an hour doing cardio or lifting uh, <laughs> weights. I mean, but at the end of the day, what we want is a little bit of exercise every day, you know, 30 minutes. Where, and, again, this is where the reminders uh, are so helpful, you know, they tell you, Stand up and go for a little walk, and then, or you know, take the stairs instead of taking the elevator, or park a little bit farther out uh, when you go to the supermarket, or, or uh, you know, do an extra lap when 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 you're uh, shopping or 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 out. You know, those are the little things that add up at the end of the day. And then, of course, there is the other option, which is uh, your wheelhouse, and that is bariatric surgery. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. Well, you know, fortunately, even when you try your best effort and you're trying to exercise and eat healthy, sometimes our body does not respond to it because the obesity problem is multifactorial and have all these uh, components to it that some of them we're only understanding now. And as some of these patients, unfortunately, are not able to lose enough amount of weight to keep uh, a healthy weight. And they have, you know, associated problems like heart problems, uh, blood pressure issues, diabetes. And those are the patients that come to us because they need, uh, um, uh, you know, because they've been trying for years with no success. Mm-hmm. And uh, we find that uh, bariatric surgery or weight loss surgery is the only tool that we have that is, uh, you know, allow them to reset their body metabolism in a way that they uh, become uh, you know, uh, healthier, and they lose a significant amount of weight and try to keep it there for the longest period of time. Is bariatric surgery and lap band surgery one and the same, or are they totally different? So lap band surgery is part of bariatric procedure, but it's uh, now it's kind of phased out in the uh-huh. terms that we don't do as many anymore. Uh-huh. Uh, actually, the number one band procedure that we do now is removing them uh-huh. because, uh, you know, the, the weight loss that they incur is not enough for most people. And, and even though you know, the attractiveness of it was that it was very safe procedure. You go home the same day, but that's true with the sleeve gastrectomy now, which is the one that we've been doing and performing uh, the most frequently now. So, um, you know, we don't put as many bands anymore. Uh, we do take care of them if patients have them uh, in the past, but huh. yeah, it's part of the bariatric procedure without being uh, what people now understand as bariatric surgery. Now, with bariatric surgery, is, is there hospital stay involved? Is it an outpatient type of thing? Yeah, even though there's some uh, facilities that perform as an outpatient, uh, 
most of our patients stay one day in the hospital, one night rather, and they go home the next day. A pretty safe procedure, very well tolerated, and you know people can usually go home the same day, but we rather you know just keep it under observation, just for uh, for a little bit longer. And what kind of recovery times are we talking about? Well, for everybody, it's a little bit different, but for most people, they go back to work within a week or so, especially this time of COVID where everybody's working from home. Most people don't even take. Uh, that much time off other than, you know, over the weekend or something like that. But physical activity, we try to limit it a little bit at the beginning, and then they can go back with no restriction within four to six weeks. Well, Dr. Ariel Rodriguez, bariatric surgeon at the Delray Medical Center. Thanks for getting us up to date on what's going on with bariatric surgery and giving us some great tips on how to take care of that uh, that uh, New Year's resolution to try and lose weight. If folks want to find out more about uh, the work that you're doing with bariatric surgery, uh, where can they go to get more info? Well, they can go to our webpage, which is pvsurgical.com or uh, pambisurgical.com, and uh, they just can give us a call, and we'll be happy to talk to them at uh, 561-272-1234. Excellent. Well, thanks for talking with us, and uh, Doctor, and thanks for being with us here on South Florida Sunday. Thank you so much, Robert.